to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is the Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found uh, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, everywhere you get your good and your bad podcast. If you are a fellow podcaster, we are part of the Libsyn Network. You can find us, friend us, follow us over there. Always enjoy keeping up with some of you that, uh, that do this kind of stuff. Facebook, you can find us, Local Bar Media. And you can send uh, emails there if you would like. All right, so I've got a special guest on the show this week, uh, Allie Johns, who uh, is a local comedian, but also somebody who puts on a lot of shows. She's got one going on this week. We're going to talk about it, but I want to tell you, go ahead and uh, take out a piece of paper, a pen, um, grab whatever you need to on your phone set a reminder this thursday that would be the 15th december 15th if you're in the columbia area or anywhere near it at the gardener's outpost which is a really cool place in the cotton town area of town if you have not hung out there in the past couple of years or never ventured that way because it's undergone a huge transformation this is the perfect time for you to, to to get out there and get away. Christmas is driving everybody crazy. There's only a few more shopping days left. I think today is like the last day you can shop and actually uh, get something on time. So uh, so you're done, <laughs> essentially. No, but at the Gardner's Outpost, 7.30, you can go to Eventbrite and get your tickets. I'm sure you can get them at the door. If not, I'll try to cut a deal for you. Um but uh, it, it is local comedians, 10 of them. And we've been bragging about all the comedians that are in Columbia. I've talked for uh, with Topher Riddle about it. I've talked about it before in the past. Allie and I will talk about it in this interview. Come see what I am talking about. 10 guys, all guys, um, local comedians, starting at 7.30, Gardner's Outpost, you can check it out. Uh, Cola Laughs is a place you can go on Instagram to follow Allie. Uh, but you can uh, check out Eventbrite and, and all that stuff. Those of you up in the North Carolina area, I know Don had, I think, his last show of the year. If you ever listen to the show, if this is the first time, all the music you hear, the bumper music that happens in between, yes, yes, we are licensed to use it, is from our friend uh, Don Merkel, singer-songwriter out of uh, Charleston. And uh, I think he had a show up in the mountains of North Carolina. I think the last one of the year. Maybe he's got another one coming up. Uh, I'm sure we'll let you know about it here. Christmas is, um, I think the first year I did a show, (laughs) I talked about how Christmas can drive people crazy. And uh, I've already heard it. I I say it every year. It took me a few weeks. There's a couple of things that I listen for. Uh, I wait to see how long I can go before I hear that horrible Mariah Carey song. My daughter was actually just playing it in her room before I started this show. Um, It is uh, that was early this year. The other one is I always play this game in my head. When is the first time I'm going to hear Last Christmas by Wham? I think it's by Wham. 
I don't know if that was just a George Michael joint. I think that was a wham. I think that was a wham deal. Um, that was late this year. I didn't hear that till probably just a couple of days ago. But I haven't been doing a lot of shopping in like Targets or anything. Most of mine's online. So I haven't really been out. So that 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 doesn't surprise me. I I tend to get that one later each year. And it kind of bothers me. I'm a big big wham fan. Not close people know this. Uh the other one, uh I did hear it. I was actually running and I heard somebody on the phone outside on their front porch and I heard them say it. I just wish Christmas would be over. I don't know that there's anything that breaks my heart more each year than to hear that. I understand it. I I mean I get it. It's there's a lot of pressure. Everything's more expensive this year. Let's let's not let's not let's not discount that. Everything is more expensive. So not only is it kind of a pain in the rear end because you're having to pay more for stuff, but you're probably putting more stuff on credit cards. Everybody's season is a little bit lower because of stuff like that. I completely get it. I understand that. But I hate hearing that because what it means to me, I mean, yeah, somebody's probably just having a bad morning. Um, and so that's why they said something like that. But what it means to me is it's getting lost on somebody. One of the reasons why I wanted to start out telling you about Allie's uh, show this Thursday at the Gardner's Outpost is not just to promote it like we do. Uh, you know, Whenever there's somebody that we think is doing good in the world, we like to promote what they do. I obviously think that what these folks are doing here in Columbia is worth promoting, so I want to say it. But the other thing about it is, is I also feel that people that say that haven't done the Christmas stuff. Like... I don't, yeah, your office party may be kind of a, it may not be as cool as they used to be, or maybe you worked at this other job where you used to really throw down, but you know what? It is nice getting out and and seeing folks. There's something that my wife and I do every year as well, and we started off doing it the first year when um, our, our lives were a little bit different, so as being a blended family, um we uh we we would we have a child each one of us has a kid from a previous marriage and the way it was set up is that we would have both of the kids one weekend and then not have either kids the next weekend those were generally called rock and roll weekends okay um as we've gotten older those are harder to come by but my wife and I do something every year and it it's getting it's getting harder because our schedules are getting tighter but it's very important for us as a couple, but I think it's really important for us as individuals as well. I want to talk a little bit more about that here and how you can participate in it as well and probably should. But before that, here is my conversation with Allie John. Now we'll see you on the other side of the break.
couple of weeks, uh, we've had a couple of comedians uh, on the show. I've gotten some really good messages uh, about my last show with Topher and seeing that some people even have gone out to the Movie Monday thing that they did. And glad to see some people really getting into that. Kind of continuing that conversation with the comedians we have here, not only uh, in Columbia, but in all of South Carolina. I, I have somebody joining me who is the who is one of the more um, requested by other comedians guests I've had on here. So if she's not funny, it's her own fault. Her name is Allie Johns. <laughs> Allie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. That was a... Um... It's a tall glass there. Yeah, just so uh, so live up to that. Hey, so you, you know, in doing my background work on you, you haven't been doing this an incredibly long period of time. Am I am I correct in that? Um, comedy, yeah, just in general, started about in 2018. Just, okay. You know. Yeah. Did my first open mic kind of thing. Um, but actually, like producing shows. Um, yeah, just. Just uh, just under a year, January of, of this year, um, started started producing shows, uh, collapsed comedy. So yeah, that that's relatively new. But but um, yeah, I guess I'm I guess I'm pretty new. If you you know talk to some of the other veterans like you have, uh, who've been doing it you know over a decade. What got what got you into it? I mean that's um, it's a I mean you you came into it right at the perfect time. Like you decided that you wanted to do stand-up comedy and then the world decided to stay home for a couple of years <laughs> like right about the time you were probably hitting your stride what 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 made you want to get going and then what what happened for you personally whenever covid started coming around yeah i guess um so that was when i i live in columbia now but that was when i was living in greenville um south carolina so uh, kind of met some friends who, you know, a couple of them did, you know, the local comedy scene up there. And, you know, I had only known comedy just being, you know, on TV or maybe you go to an arena show, you know, big, big names. Um, but I didn't know it was, you know, it was happening locally. Um, so, yeah, I went to just an open mic Monday night at the at the uh, Coffee Underground in Greenville right off Main Street. Um, the, I think they're the longest running open mic in that area. Um, but yeah, so watched a couple, um, and really, you know, a lot of people are motivated by, you know, greatness, <laughs> but I, I watched so many people bomb <laughs> that I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I won't be like that bad. Yeah. So that's truly what, what, you know, kind of gave me the, um, the confidence to just give it a shot. Um, I don't mind. I'm like a weirdo that doesn't mind public speaking. I actually kind of like it. So mm -hmm. that's a huge hurdle right there um, for a lot of people. Uh, they might, you know, have ideas and jokes and, you know, be funny, but they don't want to talk in front of people. So that's a, you know, that's something I, I, I was comfortable with. So, yeah, I just did it. And, you know, at that mic in particular, if it's your very first time, they give they like give you three minutes instead yeah. of the normal five. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't even know what I said. Um, but I remember, you know, it went well, got laughs. It was awesome. Um, my girlfriend at the time, she's my wife now, um, came and I guess she was feeling a little sick, but she didn't tell me. Um, <laughs> and you don't know when you're going up, you know, you just kind of, yeah, your, your you sign up on the sheet and then they randomly yeah. call it. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know where we were on the lineup or anything. So, you know, she was trying to keep it cool. And it's just one door room. When you get up and go, everyone sees you. Like it's not, not a, um, 
easy exit. So as soon as I was done, my three minutes, she sprinted out of the room and projectile vomited. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, is that bad? Yeah, it was that terrible. So yeah, that's how my career started. That's uh that's pretty good. Yeah, that room is a uh, that room is funny. I was actually there uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I've gone there before. The first time, uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I may not have, but I went and I walked in there, and they had forgotten to redo their liquor license. So oh, I wasn't yeah. going to I wasn't going to get up. I had no material. I just wanted to see. Hey, what's this place all about? I heard Jen or somebody talk about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, I've got to sit through all these comics with no alcohol and you know th- th- again <laughs> open mics are comics just trying stuff out so a lot of times you get weird stuff or stuff that's just not going to work and oh, I, absolutely. I, I didn't want it because it's the same thing small room and everybody could see me and i was the new guy and i knew i would come back one day and didn't want to be the guy that wasn't supportive so i sat yeah. there with no drinks like sober as a judge mm. listening to some mm. people bomb and yeah, those people are on probably a still there. Night. Yeah, on a Monday night bombing. <laughs> what had yep. you had you had your eye on doing stand up before, or this just something that that night when you were there, or you know, just a couple times you went to go see it, you started to kind of get an idea of this might be something I want to do. Yeah. Um, well, I think you know because I'd only seen you know it being you have to be a huge name to do it. Um, so I, I don't even think it was like achievable to even do, you know, on the side or whatever. So, yeah, um, I think maybe once I saw that it was kind of local, I might have started kind of jotting down some joke ideas. And, you know, I've never been I still I've never been through any kind of workshop or anything. Just kind of um, go up and do it. That is that is kind of you workshopping. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't even remember. I think just once I did it that that first time, though, it was like, OK, this this is this it kind of brings me to life and and um it's a really amazing outlet and um yeah you meet a lot of a lot of cool people that I never would have met in my life um had I not you know started that so yeah I don't know if I if I can pinpoint like this is this is a moment but definitely you know just that first mic kind of got the bug you move. You, you brought up, uh, you know, uh, producing shows. Uh, what what mm-hmm. started that for you? Like, where where did and, and, and kind of share a little bit about what you do in the in the history of that? Yeah. So I guess so that like I said that was like 2018. I started that um, kind of late 18. So then kind of you know ran with it in 19. Just you know taking any show that I was invited on and. Um, doing mics and um, it was nice being in Greenville because Asheville is like 45 minutes away. Yeah. Atlanta, not too bad. Columbia, um, Charlotte. So, you know, I was literally hitting all those places, um, Charleston a little bit. So yeah, just going wherever I could and kind of, I guess not ever planning to do anything other than just be on shows, but you know, you subconsciously pick things up and uh, or I did at least, um, and kind of have more of a business mind, I think, to me. So I was just kind of going, oh, you know, in the back of my head, like, oh, I'd do, I would I would do that, but not like this, or here's how I would do it, not even really knowing yeah. why I was having those thoughts. Um, but, yeah, so 2019 hit it pretty hard, and like you said, kind of got my stride, and then, boom, COVID, um, early 2020, and just everything shut down. Obviously, you don't want to be in tight small places like comedy shows usually are with a bunch of people. So, um, 
yeah, that pretty much shut down. And, um, you know, some people switched and pivoted to, you know, virtual shows and things. I mean, it's not like I had a, a fan base or anything, so I wasn't really trying to do that. Kind of the a lot of the reason why I like it is just the, you know, being in front of people and interacting. So, um, yeah, it just kind of died for a while. Um, so didn't do a whole lot. Um, but then when we moved to uh, Columbia in um, late 2020, um, you know, we learned how to, you know, do events. Uh, a little bit safely and, you know, jo- kind of joined this scene, Topher and Jen and um, uh, Patrick Fowler and um, Wayne Cousins and all those guys, um, super, super welcoming um, into their, into their scene. So I uh, just started doing mics and things and uh, kind of realized, you know, there, there's definitely some really cool shows. I mean, they have, you know, they do improv as well, which I've never done that. Don't really don't really think that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was just like, you know, I, I wish there was more shows and, and I think there used to be, but, um, obviously COVID kind of killed some things and some other leadership changes. But, um, I was like, you know what? I mean, I've been in enough shows. I, uh, I, I think I could do this. Let me, um, you know, uh, let me give it a shot. So that was, that was, uh, probably about this time last year. Um, and I actually went to a, um, concert at Noma warehouse. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was one of my, one of my good friends, um, Becca Smith. She is in a band Admiral radio with her husband, Cody. Uh Um, so we're really, really close to them. Uh, we're like each other's groupies. Um, (laughs) but went to a show, like a singer songwriter kind of show. And, uh, I was just sitting there the whole time. It was an awesome event, but I was like, you know what? This would be really great to have comedy here. I wonder if they've ever done that. Found, went and found the owner, Beth, um, and just, you know, said, hey, have you ever had comedy here? Are you interested in doing that? She's like, we haven't, but yeah, we're totally interested. Let's let's talk. So uh, exchange numbers and everything. And oh, are you still there? At the venue, so. Um, yeah, I just kind of hit the ground running. Right. Sorry. You cut out there for a quick second, but I think, I, I think I got what you're saying. So I'm curious going back to, you know, uh, going back to stand up comedy, being somebody that didn't, you know, have like a long passion to want to do it. And, but, but obviously yeah. you had the public speaking part, which, uh, a lot of people don't know. That's a very important part of, uh, stand up comedy is being able to speak in public. It, it'll fool people. They, they may not realize that from their seats, but not only right. were you able to do that, um, you, you still have to go through the joke writing process. Were, were yeah. you, were you, uh, I mean, not having done workshops and stuff like that. I get that. I, I think a lot of people, when they're just trying it out, they, they probably don't get into that unless they, I don't know, they're taking it for like a college class or some jazz like that. Mm-hmm. What, where did you start finding your inspiration? And I'm, I'm curious if you ever, have you gotten up there, you know, you have such a positive outlook towards it and i'm not trying i'm not trying to sh- i'm not trying to hide that under a bushel or anything i, I want you to keep it but i'm just uh-huh. curious like have you found yourself like have you bombed on stage yet or do you feel like you just have never really pushed any envelopes so you've never really you may have had good or bad nights but never like a bomb kind of night oh god no yeah of course i've bombed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah i was kind of glossing over some of that uh thanks for bringing it up <laughs> No, it's just part of it. I mean, you know, just everyone, everyone does. Um, 
at some point you try you hope you hope you don't do it in front of like people you actually know and you can just scoot out the back door and never right. never go there again yeah um yeah it's kind of interesting um so i you know obviously i have a lot of uh like lesbian jokes because that is my reality um which is interesting doing those jokes in the south yeah uh, sure. not always well received um or just maybe not not that it's a hate thing. I think they just truly don't understand. So if you don't understand something, it's kind of hard to even laugh at it. Right, um, yeah. Which is the whole reason I'm up there. You know, I'm like, it's okay, guys. It's not a hate crime. I'm <laughs> I'm up here. It's a joke, and I would like you to laugh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> they yeah. get a little puck they get a little puckered up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's <laughs> there's definitely that. So then I almost you know learned to kind of like tone it down some. And then I'll go do a joke in Asheville, and they look at me like, "Oh, so boring! Like you're vanilla." <laughs> like, okay, yeah, because because we hear that every day. Come yeah, on, this is Asheville, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. And then, so like, what is like a a, a shocking punchline in Greenville, South Carolina, um, is boring and like crickets in Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i can see that i can see that with that town what um now talk talk about like with your venues and stuff too have you had some things that just didn't pan out that way i mean i'm not gonna say you bombed a venue but have you ever like not only do you want to put on something cool you find a cool venue to, to put on a show you find good comedians but sometimes the marketing doesn't click or the time of year doesn't click or you know outside of the covid stuff um, mm-hmm. what what have you learned the most about that like what what has surprised you with either what's worked or what hasn't in putting a show like that together? Um, that's a good question. I feel like I've been super lucky just with the comedians. Um, and you know, I don't, I, most of them I know personally just from like, like I said, all those, all those cities that I would travel to. Um, and just, you know, you, you get put on their show, then you put them on your show and you just, you know, or you vouch for them for someone else's show. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really kind of particular. Like I don't just let anyone. Um, and then I try to set up like at venues that I don't, that just kind of creates this atmosphere. That's kind of different than really many comedy shows that I've been on, been to. Um, and I've gotten that feedback from other people too. Um, so yeah, I, I try to take care of everyone, you know, make sure they got drinks they need, you know, a little space to hang out. Um, my venues are awesome because like the owners are so bought in, they're there and enjoying it and working oh, cool. as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean that, I didn't realize that was so rare until like one of the comedians mentioned that hmm. they're like, that was the owner who was the first face I saw and like recognized me from the poster and like handed me a drink, like just kind of going, it's, it's not the norm. Like you usually show up at a, you know, show, and she's like, hey, I'm here to perform. They're like, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. who are you? Well, so, that, that's kind yeah. of crazy. I hadn't, you know, I've, I've listened to you know, when you when you're in the bigger cities and somebody's got a comedy club, usually that cat is a retired guy still running the club. You know, anytime you hear right. like an audio book from somebody, this guy's been doing it forever. He never wanted to do anything else. You can still smoke in his club. That's why he works there. You know, yeah, you <laughs> right. meet that guy. But um, anytime, like, so I've played in a couple of bands around town and stuff like that. Rarely, mm-hmm. I mean, I know some of the owners, um, but maybe 10% of them I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, you just don't. 
So I didn't realize that was kind of a rarity with, with comedy. It does seem, though, like when you talk about the, the Noma Warehouse, so for anybody outside of, of Columbia uh, or South Carolina, so Columbia is dead in the middle of the state. When you look at what's going on with our downtown, there's kind of been a – I'll call it a revitalization. It's a half-hearted mm-hmm. revitalization in some places compared <laughs> to what the city said they were going to do. But this North Main Street area has really uh, taken off. Uh, I've got some good yeah. friends that moved to Cottontown. I actually know uh, Becca and Cody because um, um, mm-hmm. I live in Rosewood. They used to be here. That's actually how I met them. Um, yeah. But uh, so I know a few people that live up around that area. Great restaurants. But I've been to some things at the warehouse before. Um a couple of the coffee places when they have shows and and it does mm-hmm. seem to be uh, almost like its own small town where the people that yeah. work, the people that own those projects because they're so new, they're there. So they they do seem to be a little bit more invested. So that's gotta be good for you wanting to come in and, and not only put on a good show, but also meet somebody so you can have that relationship moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, between them and then I kind of just <laughs> have really only stuck on that block. Uh, just love the vibe of that area. Um, the other, the other venue I kind of pop around at and do some events at is, um, somewhere that you would never think comedy would be, but a, a garden center, uh, gardener's outpost just around the corner from, um, Noma warehouse right next to the war mouth. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so again, another place where I just, you know, walked in there to buy plants, um, per usual and um they had like some music going they're selling like beer and wine like good beer and wine yeah and i was like hey have y'all ever done comedy here would you be interested just literally met the owner and they were into it again so um you know we've had a lot of sold out shows there as well um, that's great do, the, so, do they do the owners claim that the plants grow better the next day after the comedy <laughs> show well, depends. Depends on on uh, oh, who's up there. Yeah, do, you yeah. Know? <laughs> right. Yeah, they they definitely sell sell some plants. Yeah, I see um all the all the a lot of the audience walking away with little little monsteras and little little succulents and things. Yeah. Um, and any money that I would have made on the show, my wife usually spends majority of it. <laughs> well, wherever you are, yeah, yeah. That's I'm a, like, yeah, don't even pay me in ticket sales. Like, just just give me plants and like clothes, I guess. That, that's something that my my wife has talked about and joked about for years. That whenever we go and play a gig somewhere, uh, it doesn't matter what they pay us. Um, all the band's wives and girlfriends have drank everything that we were going to get. Paid, yeah, before so, you're yeah. even done. <laughs> yeah. What, so, you know, when Topher was on, we talked a good bit about the, the comics that are in town and how there mm-hmm. there does seem to be a a very strong uh, group of comics in, in this area, in, in Greenville, and, and, and I've seen some in Charleston uh, as well. But, but Columbia is different. Columbia, there seemed to be, if you're looking at, if, you were, if we were talking about fighting classes, it feels like there are some, some more heavyweights in Columbia mm-hmm. than I see, um, and, and, and no disrespect to those places, just per capita, sure. per, per comedian, we'll say, okay? Um, and, and and I do believe that. It's something that I, I have kind of seen over the years. But I'm curious, and I actually got quite a few emails about this because I'm, again, not a professional interviewer and, and, and mm-hmm. really don't know what I'm doing here. But one of the questions that kept coming up was, I, 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 I get that there's a lot of comedians, 
But what about people that want to go see comedy in the area? As someone who puts on shows, I'm sure you see a lot of people that are there for their first time, and you've got to see people that come back a second time. What's that yeah. been like building an audience? And, and, and what can you say to the kind of the climate of what people, you know, as far as people being interested in going and in, in, in hearing comedy uh, here in town? Yeah, that, that's a good point because, I mean, you know, we can put on shows all day long, but if no one's there, like, what's what's the point, you know? So that's – we we got to have – I mean, we, we want an audience. We want we want people. That's that's the whole point of it. So, yeah, and, and there's a little disconnect. Um, you know, I, I don't think – there's not, like, a central place, like a, you know, website where, you know, all the – all the shows are listed and maybe, maybe we should make one. And, and, you know, <laughs> it we... sounds like you just came across a great idea. Maybe I think yeah, I just, yeah. I think I just volu- volunteered myself. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and even that it's like, well, okay, what do we filter out certain shows? You know, that it's just hard. Who wants to be the manager of that? You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, we all kind of have our own little projects and things on the side and certainly, uh, that's a lot of crossover, um, uh, with each other. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, just we all have full-time jobs and families and other responsibilities. This is nobody's full-time thing as much as we would love for it to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is hard to, you know, get home from work and, you know, put some effort into not only writing, but also like, you know, producing shows and getting the word out and promoting and marketing and printing flyers and getting them out in the city and, you know, just thinking of all these new different things on top of actually writing jokes and practicing your jokes. I mean, it's a lot. Um, so yeah, I guess just I, what I do, at least I can't speak for the other comedians, but I just try to, you know, put as much out as I can. Um, I think uh, I read some metrics somewhere. Somebody has to see like an event like eight times before yeah. they're like making yeah. a decision on it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it might be annoying, but I'm going to talk about it like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really like, you know, you, you might announce the show a month out and then, you know, two weeks out is when you really start and, you know, promoting in the week of, you know, really hit hard with it. Um, but um, yeah. So, I mean, Eventbrite, that's where I sell tickets. They're pretty good about, you know, if people are looking for comedy and it's like in the zip code, like it's going to show up there. Um, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I have, I have my personal Instagram, but also made one for my show, uh, collapse underscore SC, um, which is kind of like a play on, like a spelling play on words, like cola laughs. Uh, it looks better on paper. This is a podcast, but, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, we're we're audio only here. Yeah, that's the, that's the, yeah, yeah. So I did get a little sign I'll, made. <laughs> I'll put li- I'll put links on in, in the share page. So don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Um, what's the, so? What? Yeah, I mean, just pushing that stuff out. Um, Cola today has been great at picking up and promoting some events. Um, I think I pay like fifteen bucks to get the the uh, event on there, but that gets it in front of a lot of eyes, and they've they've even given me some spotlights that I didn't even pay for you know they um, they, they I've, you're the second person i've heard talk about them this week and yeah no disrespect to the the folks over at the free times but so, some of us have, were talking not long ago about how ever since posting courier took over the free times it, it's really just been how I many it's not free uh it's one thing there's a paywall <laughs> right. right now um right but it, they, they, they've been saying that the the cola times is really taken off and a lot of people are really marketing a lot there i i, I mean yeah I've, I've never used them but but 
you're the second person, like I said, who's talked about that this week. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, they're great. I mean, just their content is, is good. And I think they are looking for, you know, different kind of things to post. So when, when we're, you know, putting our stuff out they're they're all about it. So I've been, um, really thankful for that. I think a lot of people have seen it that way. Um, I don't know. I've been doing just some like giveaways, like ticket giveaways, you know, and people share that stuff a lot. So obviously if one person shares it, that gets it in front of, yeah. you know, a couple thousand more people that I would never have gotten it in front sure. of. So, yeah, sure. Um, What's the, you know, when you're, when you get into the marketing part of it, I can understand that that's kind of hard. I mean, you, you, you gotta, you've got a niche that you're trying to get going in this one particular town. So you've got to look towards that. Uh, that struggle is real with everybody that's trying to get a business off. And I, I completely sure, get yeah. that. Um, like we talked about before, the comedians are great. You've got great people that you can pull from and some people that at least some folks around town may have heard of because, you know, like a few of them been on like an Amazon special before mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of other things. But I'm curious, and you know, please don't name names. I'm not asking you to air any dirty <laughs> laundry, but like when you're putting together shows and you've got you've got people, it's great that you have all the people that are so appreciative and really dig what you've done and and how great the the place is and the fact that the owners are there. But what's like some of the hardest things of dealing with, whether it's personalities or because I don't think some people realize the quirkiness. Like they think they know how quirky comics can be, but when comics are on on stage, it you know, like portraying some persona they can sometimes really get in their feels about stuff what's been the hardest thing with working with comics on making sure that they are there they're committed they're gonna they're gonna show up on time they're actually gonna go on like what's that like um yeah i guess just um it is yeah a lot of different personalities which you know number one is what you want you want a diverse show um diverse background and diverse everything um but yeah i mean that is definitely it's you know to try to manage all that can be interesting um you know i don't know that comics are like known for their communication skills off 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 stage stage. (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know um so uh, I try to be extra like, okay, here's, here's the date. All right. We're two weeks out. Here's the date again. Here's the time. Here's, you know, here's where to be. Um, just try to help them. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's that there's, um, you know, kind of different expectation levels maybe for, you know, how much they're going to get paid. Um, you know, I try to have all of that figured out well before they even, you know, are on the poster just because, you know, you want to make sure there's no, no, um, question after and no just awkwardness, you know? Um, so not only, and, and these are, you know, I would, I would call all the comics that have been on my show, um, friends, if they aren't before they are after. So, you know, having to deal with like friends, but they're also professionals, but they're also comics, but you all like you, you're also paying them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you're also performing with them. And then, like, you don't want to, like, um, ruin your relationship with your audience or your venue. So, yeah, right. You know. Yeah, so it is a lot. I haven't even thought about it, actually. But, um, yeah, you're right. It is. It, is, it can be challenging. Um, I, get, I know I'm not, like, the mo- I, I wouldn't – I probably sound optimistic just because of all my answers, but I'm usually not. But I really have gotten <laughs> very lucky Um with with all the com- and maybe they're on their best behavior at my at my venues. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're like, oh, this this place, you know. Yeah. Um. 
so and and you know the word spreading too even within the community or the uh, comic community you know hey uh you know here here's a booker doing the show let her know if you want to be on it and um so that even you know the audience coming back is one thing but like comics other comics telling other comics about my show is, yeah, is huge that's awesome you, you yeah you've got one coming up next week right what, what's what's the deal with that yes okay i'm really excited about that one um so i i've been doing one a month since january um and that's been good you know just keeping the quality up and again i have full-time job and like uh social life and stuff so <laughs> one a month is good but uh yeah we have one uh december 15th thursday Thursday night um, at Gardner's Outpost in the Cotton Town. Um, this, is the plant, Outpost. this is the plant place. So if you're if yes, you're looking for place. if you're looking for laughs or begonias, this yes, is the place you can to get be both. on Thursday. Yes, that's right. I don't know if begonias are in season right now. I don't know um, jack about we'll flowers. We'll have to check on yeah. that. Yeah, I know nothing about, that. <laughs> nothing about yeah. flowers. Yeah. I don't know the frost tolerance of begonias, right. um, but we can we can check. <laughs> Um, but so what's kind of different about this show, um, is it is all locals, oh, all cool. local comedians, um, which usually I try to do a, a nice little mix of local and, uh, out of town, yeah. maybe even heavier leaning on the out of town just to get some different voices coming to Columbia. Um, so, you know, I, I have all these guys and, and, um, I was like, Hey, I want to put you all on, but you know, I only do one show a month. So I was like, you know what? Let's do a Christmas showcase. Let's blow it out. We have 10 comedians on this oh, show. Oh, wow. 10. Okay. Yeah. And the Buster Cups, um, which is, uh, Columbia's premier comedy rap trio. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, I haven't. I don't know anything about them. I can't wait to find out more about this. That's yeah. Fine. So you said the Buster Cups, the Buster Cups. Okay. Yep. And then uh, 10 comedians, um, Topher being one of them who's been on your show. Um, Jen, unfortunately, couldn't make it. She had a, she had another show already booked. Um, but a bunch of other awesome comics that I'm excited. Everybody's doing seven minutes and then just keep it moving, obviously, because we have a lot of people. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a Christmas showcase, uh, Garner's Outpost, uh, December 15th, and what, 730. What, 7.30. And if people want tickets, what do they do? Yeah, uh, tickets selling them on um, Eventbrite, so they're they're ready to go now. I think I got them at like thirteen fifty. Okay. Um. Yep. So that'll that'll be easy to get. You can get them at the door as well, assuming we don't sell out. Um, this is probably the most tickets I've sold as far out as as I did. Um, and we're still a week out, and I'm and I'm almost halfway sold out, which is oh, wow. usually usually the day the couple days before and the day of is when you actually get some traction. Yeah, you know, and I get it. People are planning other things, but um, so yeah, it, it's a possible sellout. So um, definitely get your tickets. Okay, awesome. Well, that's fantastic. So if outside of the uh, the showcase next Thursday, if people want mm-hmm. to keep up with you or anything else you're doing. What's the easiest place to go? Instagram, Facebook, you got a website. What's the best place to do it? Yeah, yeah, Instagram for sure. Um, I do. I did make a Facebook too. I just don't get on it a whole lot. I kind of just push everything from Instagram on there. Um, but yeah, so my my show handle is Cole Laughs, C-O-L-A-U-G-A. Uh, how do you spell laughs? Cole Laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I just. Failed will, at spelling bee this past Sunday. I so. got you. Yeah, that, that stinks. C O L A U G H S. Okay. Underscore S C. All right. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's my show um, there. Um, you know, just all the upcoming stuff I put there, links to um, the tickets and everything. Oh my so. God, you know, I always say I'm going to put people's links in my show, and then half the time I get around to do it because I'm I'm lazy like that. But I'm going to yeah. have to because no, <laughs> nobody's going to be yeah. able to write this down. All right, I will certainly have all the links on my Instagram and Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. But cool. Well, we'll go to that. Allie, listen, it has been wonderful to meet you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, telling us a little bit about what you do, but also the, the cool things that are going on. And uh, good luck with the show on the 15th. It's, it's 730, right? Thank Gardner's you. Out, 730, Gardner's Outpost, Gardner's right. Outpost Cottontown. Um, and did just want to drop a little a little hint, tip my hat at something me and the other local comedians have been thinking about meeting about actually having real meetings, um, a comedy festival. Ooh. In Columbia. That would be fantastic. You know, we, we, yep. we've got we, – when – it's funny. When COVID came, all the festivals stopped, obviously. Mm-hmm. And last year – this past year really was the first year that they really got firing back again. I mean, we, there were some, yeah. but nothing like there were – but not all of them came back. And I've, right. you know, we were, uh, all of us musicians were having a meeting. I think it was just at the bar. And, and a bunch yeah. of us were sitting around talking. It's like, you know, Columbia is a festival town. Like, I don't think people, like, every little neighborhood loves to have its little festival. I mean, the, the, the Crawfish Festival started out as just something behind uh, Rockaways <laughs> for like decades. Yeah. I mean, it's like people right. like, yeah, people like doing this stuff. I, yeah. I've wondered like about a couple of things, but I've never thought about that with a comedy festival. And with all the mm-hmm. comedians we have here, that would be an yeah. awesome thing. Any, any idea? Is something you're looking at really doing next year, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Like we've we've already had a meeting about it. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna be the Google Docs person probably <laughs> okay. getting us all organized. But um, yeah, I mean it's 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 happening. My dogs are excited. <laughs> I can hear that. The, they're stoked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, keep keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll give it a catchy name and you know market market the hell out of it. But yeah, that's yeah. that's in, on the docket. All right, good deal. Well, listen, thanks so much again for coming on the show. Good luck with the with the show next week, and we will look forward to all the stuff you're doing uh, in the future. Awesome, yeah. Thanks for all having right. me. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. the start, they're in our kissing heart, they had the elegance of a loaded gun, beneath the dark and distorted layers, they the answer to rock and roll prayers, and in their wake influenced everyone, let's give it up for the underground, turn up and they would turn down, walk around like they own the place, put a smile on a Warhol's face, the black angel never let them down, sister Rachel would have been proud. She was busy waiting for her man. I want to thank Allie Johns uh, again for being on the show. I uh, really appreciate her time. 7.30 Thursday, December the 15th at uh, Gardner's Outpost in Columbia, South Carolina. It's right beside the, the Warmouth. Um, so if you're looking for a good evening out, if I, if I could recommend anything, I'd say um, go hit Warmouth, grab a couple of drinks, maybe even grab dinner before the show. 
walk right next door to Gardner's Outpost, listen to some great comics, support the local comedy scene, and get get to meet a few of these folks. And just an added bonus, if you are a fan, longtime fan of the show, I, I am going to be there. And I believe, although I'm not making you any promises, I believe that Andrew Evans, Mr. Ace himself, who's been on the show uh, a couple times, the guy that did the the running at least two miles a day for over two years. Is that how long you did it? A year, two years? I can't. And morning fog is getting to me right now. Um, I believe he's going to join me. So if you want to meet one of your local celebrities, he'll be there as well. Um, I, I always love talking to 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 comics um, when they're when they're being serious about what they do. It, you know, it's 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 incredible to 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 think about. I, I want to let me explain to you a little bit more because Allie and I kind of just glossed over it. Um, Allie's Allie's pretty young. She uh, she was up in Greenville, and if you've been to Greenville, South Carolina before, you know it's undergone uh, over about twenty years this incredible revitalization. And downtown, and I've been there, it has this really cool spot where um, it's called the Coffee Underground. It's really neat. If you've, if you've ever been, great food, incredible food. I had a burger there. It blew me away. It's, it's really good. But there's this tiny stage, like, downstairs in what looks like probably was like a warehouse at one time. And it's perfect for comedy. It really is. It's, it's tiny, it's tight, but it's perfect. And there are a lot of really great comedians that will show up on a Monday night. 7:30 to do an open mic just to kind of run through stuff and they're very supportive of each other it, it's open mics can be weird um because it, it, again like i've said before it's just comics like opening up their sketch pad okay and so um no one's like overly critical but you are generally talking to about 90 percent if not a hundred just other stand-ups that are that are working on stuff uh, but that show, they'll have people just kind of wander in on that one uh, because they do have a very supportive uh, group up there, and it is, it is really neat. But it's it's daunting if that's your first time you're ever starting up. Again, you walk in, it's a tight, it's a tight room. They think about your living room. You get up there, there's probably 20, 25 other stand-ups, and uh, and the lights are really bright. So once you get up there, you can't see a thing. <laughs> And, you know, normally they give you five minutes to kind of run through everything. Well, if you've never done it before, they only give you three. I don't agree with that, just just so you know. I, I highly disagree with that. I don't think anybody finds their stride or gets comfortable or gets through their ums and their ahs the first time they ever do it in, in, in three minutes. So I, I, think, it's, I think it's wrong. But <laughs> their rules, not mine. I'll just, when I open up my own show, I won't, I won't give people three minutes. Um, but it is, it is, a, it's a, that's a pretty cool place for her to start. And then for her to look at it and say, not only do I like doing this, I want to bring it to more people. And she has Cola Lass is a, is a really neat, uh, uh, a thing that she started. If you are in the South Carolina area, please check it out. If you're a comedian, uh, anywhere in the South Carolina area, check out what they're doing. Shoot out of your stuff. Um, I, I know that she is a, a wonderful person who wants to continue to, uh, promote people, um, the, in the area that are doing a, a really good job. And again, we have wonderful comedians in this area. We really do. Like they, every time I go, every time I go, I'm blown away by somebody. It's not everybody. I'm not even going to overdo this here, but I'm, I'm blown away by somebody. At the beginning of the show, I was talking a little bit about this time of year and, and I heard somebody say it. I heard somebody say, 
man, I wish Christmas is over. And um, and I hate that. The thing my wife and I do, it's, it's really kind of neat. Um, we started it, uh, uh, I think, the first year we were together. I can't remember. I saw her walking through the studio a second ago. Hang on. She's not. When she comes back through, I'll ask her. Um, what we do is we go down, uh, go downtown. We live downtown Columbia, but we go down to the state house. We walk up the steps and we look through the through the closed doors of the state house. This is big, beautiful glass doors. And we look into it. And we check out the Christmas tree, and then we go outside to where the Christmas tree is there. And then we walk up and down the, what is like uh, basically Main Street. Uh, because it is Main Street, <laughs> and uh, uh, look at some of the stores, and it's mostly bars and restaurants right there, but just kind of look at people having a good time. And then what we used to do was we used to go to this place called The Wig. Now, the Wig is directly across the street from the State House. It's, uh, you have to walk underground. And uh, the first time we ever went in there, she had never been before. And I took her, and we went and had a burger and a couple of beers. Uh, hey, Maria. Hang on, she's walking through here. When did we start... I'm recording. When did we start the walking around downtown Christmas? Was it the first year we were together? It was the first year. It was the second year? Okay. In the first year, we, we went to the wig, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went to the to the wig, and you go walk downstairs, and it was, uh, we had a burger and a couple of beers, and, and the wig well, had an old, was an old bank vault, and there's the actual vault was still in there, and it's cramped. And they've got as many chairs lining the edge of this bank vault as they can. And it's not a big bank vault. This is a small one. Um, and people were in there just having a blast, telling Christmas stories. People were, it had, like, reindeer antlers on their head. Like, everybody's in there just having an absolute blast. All ages, all races, all creeds. It, di- it, didn't, it didn't matter. Everybody was having an absolute blast. Sadly... As of about a couple of weeks ago, the wig has closed. It was the institution here in Columbia. Um, sad to see it gone, but uh, but traditions still live on. And so we'll we'll go down there probably this weekend. Uh, but it's hard. It's hard to find time. You know, we we have one of our daughters now all the time. We have the other one every other weekend. They're both getting busier. The one that we don't have every all the time seems to be the busier one. So we're always running around. For stuff, it, it's hard this time of year with work, uh, with shopping, with family. It's it's really hard, but we find we find that time, we find that night, and and it's very simple. We just walk around, we just laugh, we just tell stories, we just take it in. Sometimes we don't even talk for a bit, but it's just the time to just to walk around and and just enjoy it. And and, and why is it that we enjoy it? It's not because that's what we're doing. We can do that any time of the year. As a matter of fact, we, we actually do that <laughs> probably more than we realize. Uh, we spend a lot of my wife and I spend a lot of time together. We love going to the beach. We love uh, going on vacations. We, we we go places together. We spend time together. We talk. We don't have a problem communicating. We, that, that's 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 what we do. What we love though is is this time of year. It seems like everybody else wants to do it as well. More people are doing it. More people are spending time laughing and and spending time together, whether it's in a restaurant or a bar or walking up and down the street or checking out the Christmas lights. We we do that. The world didn't just shut down a few years ago. It it started shutting down at the beginning of the Internet. 
And as we've as we've moved forward, I mean, I've 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 contended before that if the internet went down, we would lose an entire generation because the youngest generation would not know how to meet someone in a bar if it wasn't for internet dating. I, I just I don't I don't think that, and it's it's not necessarily their fault. It's what they've been conditionalized to. Like walking up, like I've been around and I've watched younger people who walking up and just talking to somebody floors people. The younger people that talk to me about this show are the ones that look at me like I'm a magician, because they'll they'll say like like how did you get like how did you how'd you get Zuby on your show how'd you get Janice Dean on your show how'd you get Chad Prather on your show it's like I I just asked them you'd be amazed at the people that don't answer me back <laughs> like the big names do the the like the medium names too big for themselves they don't but it, it's like I just talked to them I just reached out what, what's what's weird about that. Uh, we've we've become more disconnected, and I think we've lost that that ability ourselves just to reach out and to, to talk to people. And and I'm going to tell you, part of it is because we we don't know how to do it. It's part of that is a is the condition that we we live in and and how we've conditionalized ourselves. But the the other part of it is, and I, and I truly believe this, we we have forgotten that we're interesting people, and we've forgotten that we have something to share. And then on the flip side of that, we've forgotten that other people are interesting as well. This is part of the reason why I started this show. Try this next time you're around a bunch of other people or even someone you know. And you're wanting to find out more about them. Ask them this simple question. Tell me, tell me the four most interesting things about you. And what they put as number one and number two will be interesting, but the stuff you're looking for, the really good stuff, comes in at three and four. I don't know. It's a theory that a friend of mine started decades ago, and, and every time I try out Rusty's theory, it's it just happens. It really does. And it's a great way to start a conversation and to get to know people past the facade that they want to put up and, and, and really who they are and connect with people. We need to do that more. And the reason it's it's more enjoyable and we seem to do it around this time of year is because more people seem to be doing it with us. Now, here's the point of all this. Number one, I would say go to Gardner's Outpost at 730 on Thursday. I absolutely just would. You're going to find a bunch of people doing just that. Plus, it's Christmas. You need to get away. You can find a babysitter. Even if you don't go for the whole time, it's only like thirteen fifty. It's nothing. It's a cheap date night. And again, if you include the warm mouth beforehand, you're going to love it. If you if you do want to go to the warm mouth, I think they take reservations or I'd go to the bar. I'd get in there early because that place can get packed because it's great. Uh, shout out to the war mouth. I never had anybody from there on the show. Need to, need to have one of them on here one day. I want to tell you that we should do this all year long, blah, blah, blah. This stuff we say, eh, it should always be Christmas all year long. Okay, let's just admit it. It's not going to be. So take the time when you can. Use this as a time to recharge your batteries for the year. F figure out you know what what to do to maybe carry it forward for yourself but don't expect the rest of the world to they're not so take advantage while you can now yes the holidays are hectic but they will be over before you know it don't don't rush through them make sure you find the the, the parts of it that you've lost or, or find the parts of it that uh, that you haven't seen in years or maybe maybe if you're someone who doesn't really love the holidays find find the part of it that you've never experienced you can probably find it just walking down the street or at a comedy show around a bunch of plants.
Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. So different.